Michael Singer says, then you are able to start letting these things move through you. These things that make you happy, sad, angry, excited. They can move through you like trees passing when you're driving. You don't notice every single tree as you're driving. They just, they, they, they pass by you. They flow through you. They flow through your eyes, through your brain, out your butt. <laughs> they, they flow through you. And that's not the goal, but the version of what sitting in the self, I think is supposed to feel like. Everything flows through you. It reminds me of the third tenet of logotherapy from Viktor Frankl, where he says that we should experience life because it's what we have. And because it's what we have, we should do our best to experience it. Even if you don't have the answers for it, it's what you have. So how can you honor that? Another thing that he talks about in, in the book is that when you start to do this, when you start to try and look at things from the self, when you shine the spotlight on the self and, and you try and let things flow through you, he says that random memories will start to come up. And I don't know if this was just from suggestion, but it really seemed to for me. He says that these things flowing through you will trigger energies, will trigger memories. And I, I found that really interesting because I had these weird random memories that came out that felt like they had been waiting to come out to, to flow through me as opposed to me stuffing them inside or, or hiding them or, or shutting them down. No wonder why we're in pain because we have all these things that we're like, nope, I don't wanna feel that. Nope, not today, sir. Not gonna feel it, no. That's going deep down, deep down, deep down. Apparently, we all, we shut down, we, we, we protect, we, we, we put a, a, a metal fence around our heart, a metal case around our heart so that these things can't get in. But what we're actually doing is locking them inside of this case, keeping it inside of our heart, poisoning our soul. At least that's what he's saying. And it kind of feels that way when you start exploring it. The author Julie Bunton in the book Marlena says, tell me what you can't forget and I'll tell you who you are. That one cuts deep. <laughs> These memories that I've noticed coming up, they, 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 they seem to bring me back to around fifth grade. That, that seems to be a seminal part of my life. When I started therapy, or when I restarted the third version of therapy in my 20s, this part of my life seems to come up a lot. And I seem to have some sort of intense memories and blockages, those energy blockages, memory blockages from around that time. Because around this age, when you have all these hormones going through you, you start to have these, these, these thoughts that are, are new and crazy and insane and, and weird and big to you. Uh, whether it's sexual or violent or both, you have all these, these crazy thoughts that come up. And for some reason, I, I didn't talk to anybody about it. I just felt like I was abnormal and weird and, and, and a monster for, for thinking some of the things that I thought. And then as a fifth grader, I told myself this story. And now as someone in my mid thirties, I realized I've been telling myself the same story. This fifth grader has control over my adult brain. I don't want a fifth grader to have control over anything <laughs> besides the 
fucking crayon box. Get out of my brain, man! <laughs> there are these things that we tell ourselves about ourselves. These stories. But are they true? Or do we only think them? And does it even matter? But these truths, these stories that we've decided about ourselves, they can affect our whole lives if we let it. One thing, one thought can pull your awareness down and fuck up your whole life with a whole vicious cycle. But what I didn't realize until more recently was that my fucked up thoughts, my crazy thoughts, were actually, once you get past the grotesqueness, were a wonderful expression of creativity. This is something that got into my head when I was 10 years old and I've been telling myself the story ever since. That I need to hide it, that I need to be shameful. I'm 35, this was when I was 10. But it feels like for so long I've just been, it feels like I, 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 I've just been a monster who's been tricking people. That I don't deserve anything great. That I only deserve to exist. And maybe not even that. And I wonder how many other people feel that way. What their version of their story is about why they don't belong. Or why they don't deserve peace. I started to have these weird thoughts. Now I know that they were completely normal for a fifth grader who's 10 years old. But at that time, in, in my mind, I thought I was... Silence of the Lambs. I thought I was Anthony Hopkins. What? Fava beans? Fava beans. <laughs> I saw that movie too young. 